Thanks for joining me this week on uh, Tech of Sports and iHeartRadio. And we're here with our uh, annual chat with my friend and, and WTA tennis uh, professional, Danielle Lau, um, USC All-American. And she wrote a book, I heard, and she's done a bunch of media. She's done podcasts. And she uh, keeps her fans and, and the people close to her updated with, uh, with her tennis results and her tennis year by uh, a little newsletter and email blast. And always fun to talk with Danielle, even uh, either on a podcast, Danielle, or just when we're hanging out. It's always fun to talk. And good to see you last month. And you had a you had a nice fall, which really kind of uh, kind of ended up making your year uh, a success. I would think uh, you uh, you uh, came on strong at the end of the year. We're, we're pretty healthy. Fought through some little uh, aches and pains, and and had some good wins. Yeah, no, it's, it's great to to finish off the year strong. Uh, I I typically. Uh, do have a, a pretty, a pretty good uh, part of the year at the end of the year, which is great. And normally players are wanting to finish up a little earlier than than I do. And um, every year I wonder if I could cut my season a little short, but I end up playing a little longer and finding my stride a little later in the year, which, which is fine. I'm I'm glad it still happens, and and, and I'm glad I could be healthy at the end of the year. I know it's a long year, but when you have some good results like that, do you wish that there was there was some more to the year? I know you're ready for a break, but did, did you kind of lose the momentum a little bit when you start back up in January? Is that uh, is that kind of what happens? Uh, I, I don't think you really lose momentum. To be honest, I think I think you could use that momentum going into your off season and preseason because a, a lot of a lot of players are, are quite burned out at the end of the year, to be honest. And for me, I, I just look at it as, you know, as, as a great opportunity to be in a good place mentally and physically to hit the training hard right away. Uh, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of people are normally a little burned out. Maybe they take a couple weeks off. Maybe they take three weeks off, which I think is, is it's useful and it has its place, but at the same time, you lose a little bit taking that time off, and uh, you have to rebuild. But um, I'm happy with the place I'm in right now, and I'm glad that I can I can start the off season and all my training, you know, real strong and, and in a good uh, mental place. Yeah, you said the word with, we're with Danielle Lau. You said the word off season. Not really an off season. Maybe a little bit. You're still training. Uh, you're aiming towards 2020 now. What do you uh, What do you kind of do in the off season to uh, to break up the monotony of the the other ten months of the year? Or so and, and still stay in shape. Uh, well, so so this this off season, I wanted to approach it a little differently. Last year, I was a little broken at the end of the year. So I, I did take time off, like complete time off from tennis and from physical activity and spend a lot of time with family and friends. But this year, uh, I, I'm, I was just really excited to get back into training, maybe work out a little bit more in the gym. I did dump down the tennis a little bit to give myself a little more time, um, you know, off court to do the, the fitness things, the strength things, and also to have a little more time to to do all the mundane things that, <laughs> that I normally don't get to do during the year, whether it's hang out with my family, you know, just sit around with my dog a little bit. I, I recently threw a bridal shower for 
one of my closest friends, which I wouldn't normally be able to do during the season, but I'm happy I was able to yeah, to do that for her um, a, a few days ago. Yeah, I, I know about your uh, your enthusiasm for technology and for gadgets. Anything new in uh, technology-wise that help you train here in the off season? Um, to be honest, not not really. Other than like my my wireless headset from Bose, like those have been like so key for me. Just getting from one place to the other. It helps me through, like, my tough gym session. It's great on the run. Um, actually, I, I have been using a, a Garmin watch uh, that's also been, you know, real fun to look at after my run, to see my pace, see my heart rate. Um, it has, like, a, a really rough VO2 max, um, you call it, setting and reading. So that, that's kind of for me to geek out on. And, of course, I just got a new phone, too, the iPhone, the iPhone 11 Pro, and I've been taking some, like, cool videos and pictures. Um, the video quality is actually quite great to, to assess my strokes a little bit, to see um, to see some changes, see, see certain movements that I'm looking for. So those little things, but the actual training training, no, no, real, no real tools, just, like, maybe some accessories to help the experience, you know, to be a little bit more fun. What about your tennis equipment? Do you tinker with that at all in the off season? Um, sometimes I do, but this season um, I, I'm not going to tinker with it. I just recently switched to the new uh, Babolat Strike, so um, I'm and I'm happy with it. I kind of like the change from the old model. It's a little bit uh, more solid. So, um, so yeah, I'm not looking to change from that. I'm just gonna stick with it and. And yeah, and I, and I love I love my string patterns too, and so no no tinkering right now with that. Uh, this year I'll start off with uh, heading to Australia. You finished fifth in the the USTA Wildcard Challenge, which means you'll have to play the qualifying in Australia. I know you don't you've done that before. You don't mind doing that. Um, anything? Uh, what, what do you do on the long trip? Uh, down under, and once you get there, the jet lag. Any any tips and tricks, or anything you use to uh, to help you get through that? Um, on the way there, I I have a few podcasts lined up to to listen to. I'm not a really big movie watcher because I get a little motion sickness sometimes. Uh, I, I also like to to journal a bit, to to write here and there. Maybe come up if I come up with a a, a nice topic to to put on my blog, then then I'll like kind of work on that. And uh, getting there, yes, the jet lag isn't actually that bad when you arrive there. For me, it's more when you come back; it's a little tougher to adjust. But normally, I just kind of manage my caffeine intake and maybe take a little melatonin at night. Um, again, my headset helped me a lot to to kind of pipe down if. If I want to do like a brief meditation or like listen to some to some nature sounds before I go to sleep, uh, that helps a little bit. But otherwise, it's, it's just about managing your yeah whatever you intake in terms of like caffeine and even when you uh, when you have dinners um, and also when you have breakfast too. I, I think those are two key meals that really help you to like wake up or to kind of to kind of settle down into like. Uh, yeah, you're typing down stage. 
You're uh, when, when you're on the road. Are you uh, are you a music listener? Do you watch TV? Are you uh, the the Netflix person? What do you do to kind of your alone time to pass the time? I'm a podcast person, actually. All right. So um, yeah, Netflix. I, I I'm really good at binge watching them, but it's it's kind of it's a little tough on my eyes too. So I, I try not to get get hooked on on a series or. Yeah, on a TV show, and uh, yeah, when my eyes are tired, it's tough to play tennis for me. So, um, so yeah, podcasts are, are are usually good for me. They can kind of, I can rest my eyes, but also like amuse my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and music for sure. I I have like Spotify Premium, and it's great to kind of surf around and listen to some new tunes. We're I got a little uh, quick hitting list. We'll go through uh, some quick questions here. Uh, one sentence answers or so and uh, we'll see what uh, what makes Danielle Lau uh, tick. So uh, now that you've played now that you've played them all Danielle, your favorite uh, Grand Slam tournament. Wimbledon. Your favorite WTA event. Oh, that's hard. You didn't know I was going to get you with these, did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's tough. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of good ones. What, what, which one do you kind of feel comfortable at? Um, Auckland is, was really nice. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I hear they have some good. I hear they have some good uh, wagyu steak over there too. Oh man, yeah, one that broke my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're, here's a here's a tough one. Your favorite uh, USTA Pro Circuit event? Making Georgia. Oh, 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 wow, that's that's good. Um, your favorite snack when you're on the road? I know you're a snacker. I know you're a wing person. You're the favorite. Uh, your favorite city for wings, or your favorite wing place that, around the world? Obi there in Los Angeles. Uh, it's in it's in Koreatown, so it's, uh-huh. it may be like 30 minutes from where I am. But they have the best wings. What what makes them so good? I think it's the size of the wings, and uh, also their. Their, their sauce. It's got this like chili paste, but it's also soy garlic at the same time. It's just, it's amazing. You, I, when's the last time you binged ate at a fast food restaurant? Oh, a very long time ago. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, or the last time you went through the last time you went through the drive-through at a fast food restaurant. Very long time ago. I just choose not to eat if that's the, if that's the situation. I, I mean, in California, we're real big on In-N-Out here, but yep. I haven't had In-N-Out in a couple of years. Wow. To be I've I've had In-N-Out more recently than you have. Yeah. No, I haven't had fast food in, in, in a long time. Normally, I just wait it out. Now that you're a you're a dog person, what's what's the best thing about having a dog? Butter, he makes the cutest face. <laughs> so maybe also taking pictures with my new phone. 
You do. You that's, do. That's pretty fun. You are an official dog owner that because you, you take enough pictures now. So. Your favorite, your favorite, and the most reliable airline that you like to fly. Oof, Southwest. Yeah, good one here in the U.S. Um, this is this one's kind of hard to ask, but the one I, I hate to ask it, but a type of opponent that you like to see a first round match against, or you don't like, and one you don't like to see a first round match against. You don't have to name people, but uh, some, something that you notice, uh, something that you notice about a, a first round opponent that uh, that makes okay. that makes you think. Uh, someone who I don't want to see is probably a lefty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of people say that. Yeah, is a lefty. Um, somebody I want to see is someone who who doesn't like to play long points. Okay, and last thing, if you weren't, if you weren't, couldn't, you can't say a tennis player, but if you had to work in tennis in some capacity other than being a a touring professional, what would you want to do? Yeah. Does that does that count? Yeah, an, a, an agent or a manager for uh, somebody. Yeah, yeah, I think an agent or a manager. I don't I don't know if I if I'm at that that coach level yet. Like I, I'm not sure if I can handle that yet. But yeah, an agent or a manager. Okay. And uh, you're uh, you're you're closer. I hate to, you say it. You're closer to thirty than you are twenty now. That's that's no secret. What uh, what are your kind of your goals maybe for the next two years uh, for, for playing? Any anything anything I know you like to take it kind of one thing at a time. So what? Yeah, of uh, I'm not gonna lie, I do have goals. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, you're not, if you don't if you don't have some sort of yeah, if you don't have something to write down, you don't. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I would like to play in the main draw of every slam. Mm-hmm. That's one, and uh, the, the other goal that's maybe a little bit more like numeric is that. Yeah, Yeah, two good goals, and uh, um, definitely, uh, definitely, there's a path for you. Um, Wrapping up here with Danielle Lau. Uh, As we head into 2020, Danielle, you do a great job keeping uh, your your friends and the people that uh, maybe you do housing with, your your friends and and whoever else follows you. You keep them informed on kind of what you're feeling, what you're going through with the the emails and the newsletters. How important is that for you to to keep doing that? And how much satisfaction or or enjoyment do you get out of that with the, with not only doing it but the feedback you get? For a little bit longer, I, I really do value all the relationships and all the people I've, I've met over the years. So it, it means a lot to me to to stay connected with everyone. And I I, I know like in this social media, you know, time it, it's all about likes and like how, how many people interact with you. But but for me, when when I when I send these 
you know, these newsletters out, when I post on on social media, it, it truly is what the a message that I want to convey. And just, um, yeah, I just want to make everyone proud and, and hope that whatever message that I send it is completely honest. And, you know, I want I want people to know that, you know, I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking about um, not necessarily what everyone wants to hear or, like, I'm not only going to report the good things, I'm going to report the bad, too. And, and, I'm, and I just do that to honor the journey that, that I'm on. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's great that everyone follows along. And, and I, I'm always real pleased to hear when, when people appreciate the, the honesty and the, the authenticity that I, I try to convey. Yep, it's it's refreshing uh, when you or any player does that because we get to see a side of you that we don't see on the court. And and my mom's got a got a goal for you if if you're interested in that. Okay, does it require um, aces? More aces. That's all she said. Two wor- two words. More aces. So I did. Does she have a number for me? That, she doesn't doesn't have a number. She doesn't want to put any extra pressure on you. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, but you you probably knew that was coming anyway. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we we appreciate following you. We get uh, we get enjoyment out of it, even when you're you're playing in the middle of the night here on the East Coast. And uh, and and thanks for coming on. You got a uh, you got some great followers and, and great fans that uh, that I like talking with and hanging out with too. So we're all uh, we're all kind of a team behind you and uh, and keep doing uh, keep doing as best you can and keep doing great and uh, um, look forward to 2020. Have a have a great holidays too.